No. How you doing, everybody, and welcome to Beast Mode Kids. I am Patrick Davey, and with me, I have Miss Arola, Elora, Ilora. Davey. Oh, <laughs> it's Alora. Elora. There we go. Elora Denon. Elora Denon. What? Donnan. Where did that come Denon. from? Denon. Denon. Um, the movie Willow. Hello. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Duh. I, I did not know that it, what her last name was. Oh, of course you didn't. I just know that our last name is t- technically pronounced Devay. So it, it really is. Yes, you. <laughs> I know. It is not you. It is very amazing and good. It is. I am Patrick Devay. You are Alora Devay. There's Bo Devay and Aaron Devay. So and Zul Devay. Zul Devay. That's that's you know. You know, some people at school thought my name was pronounced Davy for the longest time, and it was really sad. I mean, that's funny. <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. But you're, you know, the unfortunate thing with our last name, you're going to get a lot of new mail eventually in time with your last name spelled wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. There'll be an E in there or an IE or whatever it is. It, oh, it, it it's is. already been there. Have Seriously, you te- half of my teachers, like specifically my math teacher this year, no offense, Miss Pep, you're like awesome. You're great. But there were so many times where, like, on part of the test, because there's, like, multiple lines where you write your name, and I already wrote mine in, like, two spaces, and I'm just like, you know, I'm not going to write my name ten times. And she, like, fills them in for me for some reason. I don't know. But or you could just be a nice student with you somebody know what, Dad? and just Sometimes write your name down. Seriously, I'm not going to write my name down 10 times. Oh my God, that is such a tweener thing to say. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is insane. All right, keep going there. But anyways, like she would always um, spell my last name with an E and I'm just like, you know what? It's not the end of the world. And there was this one time specifically where we were doing a math thing that was related to using the letters of your name. And she was just like, uh, Alora, you have 10 letters in your first and last name, right? And I'm just like, no, Miss Pep. I, I have eight. I mean, not eight. Yeah, I have, have eight. nine letters in my first and last name. There is no E in my last name. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when she was like, oh, well, why didn't you tell me that? And I did tell her. <laughs> you know, old it's, it's people okay. have a hard time with things and you're so, the one talking man hey she, i'm assuming she's older than me and that makes me feel better about myself she's like the so, same age as you isn't she retiring no <laughs> oh okay <laughs> no no it was your english teacher wasn't it no <laughs> that was my social studies and reading teacher oh there we go see i'm again you know these things i do not anyway uh, I assume that, again, Miss Pep is much older than me, and that makes me feel better that she can't read or uh, say your name. So that's that's how that works for me. So, <laughs> Sorry, all right. Miss Pep. So this week, uh, Laura finished school. School's Yay! all done. So now she gets to sit around the house even more. And do nothing. Than she has for the last three months. Whatever. All right. But eh. it's over. But I send her a little piece of homework for this week because I wanted her to really just kind of think about and, and give me her thoughts on... On some things, and I'm going to read you the the text message I sent her, and it started off with extra homework. 
in one page or more, explain to me in the most detail that you can, what would you tell somebody your age who you knew was angry over their parents' rules? What would you tell them to either make them feel better or help them understand why their parents have specific family rules? And Allure did a great job. She she did what I, exactly what I asked her to do. Uh, she gave me three examples of three different situations and stuff. And so we're gonna we're gonna bounce into that a little bit here. So Allure, why don't you kind of go over what what exactly what scenario do we have for that first one? For the first one, my first example was if a kid was telling me who was friends with me, and they were just upset or angry or something like that. And they just didn't want to do a specific chore or a m- multiple chores or like they didn't want to do something. It's just the rules, like the house, the, the things that they need to do at home. They didn't want to yeah. do their chores or anything like that. And so what would you, what was your initial reaction? Like what would be your advice to uh, somebody that is, is complaining about doing chores? Okay. I would tell them that sometimes I don't want to do chores either. Everyone there's sometimes where people just don't want to do chores. How, <laughs> yeah. it, this is how life works. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. But it's coming down to the point where it's preparing you for responsibility in the future. Because if you don't know how to do a specific chore, let's say you don't know how to um, start the dishwasher. If you don't know how to start the dishwasher when you like move out or something like that, it's going to be more difficult for you then versus learning it at a younger age where you'll be prepared perfectly for the future. So what's easier, loading the dishwasher or unloading the dishwasher? Which one would you rather do? Probably load the dishwasher. I oh, that is, that is that's the right answer. Yeah, Unloading is yeah. always a pain in the butt. It doesn't matter eh, what it is. Whatever. But that's where that is first world problems right there. Unloading the dishwasher right there because mm-hmm. some people have to go to the river and wash their wash all their plates and silverware and whatever utensils they're using there. But regardless, this is where you're right. You're absolutely right. You you have to learn all these things at a young age and that's just giving kids responsibility of just understanding like. When parents ask them to do things, they're trying to give them something to feel proud about. You know, if you do something right and you do it well, you will actually respect it more and more and more. If And you and I had this conversation the other day just about things that are given to you compared to things that you buy. Like if you buy something, you're going to take care of it a lot better than something that is given to you. If something's given mm-hmm. to you, you have no real, you know, feelings towards it. And that's where parents get stuck. Like we get as parents, we get really excited to like, you know, for Christmas and all this stuff and to be able to help you guys and get you some gifts or toys or whatever that is. And then all of a sudden you get it, you're like, Hooray, this is the greatest day ever. And two weeks later it's sitting in the corner collecting dust because you're just like, meh, whatever, I'm bored with it now. It's just gonna I feel work. like that's oh. more bow than me because that was you too. Absolutely. It was you, you, me. Yeah, but we have different things now yeah now now you absolutely did those things there was a couple dolls that mom was really really excited about because you're like i need this doll and there was one (laughs) that you had to like change a diaper or something like that and (laughs) what was it called do you remember what it was called i have no clue but this is where like you just uh you you loved it for like a month maybe two and after a while you just kind of gave it was dead no i'm bored with this i don't want it anymore so this is where getting people to understand you know, that responsibility is huge. So, all right. So that was, uh, you know, doing chores and stuff like that. That's just a, an easy conversation to have with your child. I should yeah. say easy-ish. Easy-ish. I'm trying to explain just responsibilities where it's a lot of these that have to do with responsibilities, but at the same time has to do with making good choices. But all right. So what was the next one here for you? 
So the next example was if a kid walked up to me and they were complaining about not being able to stay up late on their phone or their laptop or their iPad, etc. It doesn't really matter. Video games, anything. Every, every part of my soul hurts because you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right. Like uh-huh. when they're, you know, when they, you, you have kids and I don't care. I don't care if it's kids or adults. If you're spending double digits hours staring at your phone or video games, knock it off. <laughs> oh my goodness. There is other things in the world for you to, that you need to be doing, not should be doing that you need to be doing. Like, Looking out a window or licking a wall or something, anything other than taking a shower, anything other than staring at your phone. I mean, yeah, you're right. Phones are addictive. Computers are addictive. Technology itself is addictive. So being, having that, that need to disconnect is huge. And I have a client right now that I uh, I just had a long talk about because they're talking about not being able to sleep at night. What happens is, I mean, there's many people who watch TV in their bedrooms before bed, or they stare at their phone before they go to bed. And if that's the last thing you do before you close your eyes, like your brain is just spinning. It's spinning hard. And that's where like, you need to have that 20 to 30 minutes of zero, like zero technology before you go to bed. Like for myself, yeah, I'm up. Kids go to bed, whatever. Laura's generally up later than I am even because I, how early I get up. Cause you get, go to bed at like 930. I do, but I'm also up at 3 a.m. So mm-hmm. you do not want to do that. But what I'm saying not. is, is that I'm I'm done watching TV or whatever I'm doing it by about 9:30, and it takes me about 20 minutes or so just before I lay down because I come up, you know, get whatever else I need to do, kind of get ready for the next day, you know, make sure. Sometimes I'll have a chat with Laura, make sure Bo's doing okay, brush my teeth. It just takes time. All this stuff takes time to do. But then I'm like, that's my time to let my brain come down. So when I do lay down, I mean, less than five minutes, I can be out cold. And this person I was talking to was just like, it takes me about 30 to 40 minutes before I fall asleep. I'm like, that is not okay. Like that is aggressive. If that's how long it takes you to fall asleep right there. Like you need to change some things in your world. And I, you know, I've, I've heard arguments on the TV in the bedroom and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not a believer for it. I fought, honestly, I fought your mom on it quite a bit of not, oh. not having a TV in there. Cause initially when we were living over in our apartment, over by the gym there, we had one there, but that's where, you know, mm-hmm. that's where your mom lived. That's where I moved in. All that other kind of stuff that went, yeah. it was already there. So I really didn't have. And then the, we moved into Melby where you guys still had a TV yeah. and in there. We did, but it didn't get used a lot. Yeah. I remember once or twice coming in there to watch a movie while mom was like folding the laundry or something. And that sure. was about it. There was daytime <laughs> stuff. There, I think the most time that that ever was used was when I, when Bo was just brand new, was brand new baby, and mom was up all night long feeding or whatever she had to do. So like I didn't argue with her at all. If she wanted to sit and do some breastfeeding or and and watch TV, like I was like I can sleep through that. If you're gonna let me sleep, that doesn't bother me. That's fine. <laughs> you're suffering enough. I can suffer whatever variation that is on me. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that technology is good and grand. And there's so many positives to that. And you finding that too. There's times, and it hurts me sometimes, Alora, that all of a sudden you'll come up to me and you'll ask me like, hey, dad, what state is the Grand Canyon in? And I can look at you. I'm like, Google it. <laughs> Just you, you literally walked out of your room. You have a computer in your hand right now. Why are you coming and talking to me and asking me that question? <laughs> What state is the Grand Canyon in? 
Uh, Arizona. There we go. (laughs) So that's see, you didn't even ask me. You're a smarter person today now, aren't you? Yeah. So much better. But what I'm saying is, it's just like you have, you have, if you have a question, bam, Google it. (laughs) That's all you got to do. And that's amazing. Yeah, I do that. But now when it comes down to like, how do you have that conversation with your child? You mean trying to explain to them their needs of technology right now Laura gets six hours a day that she can be on her phone and she never I usually never even comes close to that yeah and so that's where it's just kind of like and that's due to the fact that I I allow those things to happen because the amount of things that we ask ask of her to do like she's home alone if she is you know doing something outside of the home or whatever that is like she needs to have access to a lot of that stuff but i also want to make sure that two o'clock in the morning doesn't come around again because that has happened in the past where all of a sudden like i can see that the there there was text messages happening way late like that's just just yeah no doesn't need to happen that will come all in due time when you're an adult you want to do that great that's all that time. Six more years, Dad. Six slow years. Slow years. Six that's years. A, that's nothing. You're, you're two-thirds of the way there. You're fine. Exactly. You'll make it happen. I'll be there quick. You got it. All Please. right. Good. So <laughs> we have one more example here. Shoot me. What do you got? Okay. So my last example was if a kid who was my friend was complaining to me that one of their parents wouldn't let they wouldn't let them wear the clothes that they wanted to wear that day. Or like their friend told their parents told them, you need to go back into your room and change out of that because blah, 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 or something. Okay. So, I mean, I understand there's different scenarios on that. If yeah. It's, if it, let's say, give me an example if it's January. Uh, January, wearing a tank top and shorts with sandals. There we go. Now you I mean there was there's a couple days there, Laura, where all of a sudden myself and or your mother looked at you and been like, no. Most of them just being it's the middle of the summer wearing a black hoodie and no, long jeans. That you want to wear that and you want to burn yourself outside. I say you make me proud because that mom yells sounds, at me when that happens. I mean, it looks ridiculous. It does. But eh. I was like, if you're going to go out there and you if you feel comfortable going outside like that, like this is what I want to wear. Great, but um. <laughs> when it's when you come walking out of there getting ready to go to school in January, you got to walk down, get on the bus, and you're wearing leggings, a short skirt, and you know, a tank top with a very light sweater on. You're like, I'm just going to put my jacket and my cute boots on. Absolutely not. Like, that's just not going to happen. Because we, not only, it's not necessarily we hate what you're wearing. I mean, it is a little bit, but I mean, it's not, but it's just being safe. Like you could literally, if the bus gets, something happens to the bus, the bus doesn't get there and you're standing out there for 30 minutes, like you could get seriously injured, you know, if it's that really cold outside or any of that kind of stuff. And so that's where it's like, that's our job to protect you because you're just not being aware of your surroundings and the places that you're going to be. And so parents want to make sure that you are safe, but then at the same time, not dressing like, um, you want hypothermia. Perfect. <laughs> Good words right there. I had about 12 run through my brain and went, nope, 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 nope. But yeah, that <laughs> that's you're it. welcome. That's exactly it. But now you, you listening to your parents is hard as a kid. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's always because we are for, for a good portion of your life. We're telling you, no, 
mm-hmm. you can't. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not supposed to. All these mm-hmm. other kind of things. So we're stopping you for this. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of it when parents are trying to tell those things is it's either being trying to make you safe because you're not really, again, not seeing the whole scope of everything that's happening. Like you're all going to get injured or hurt or something. Another thing is that they've seen this mistake before. Possibly they have made a mistake before, very similar to what you're about to do. And they're like, they want to protect you and want to make sure that like, listen, if you do this, this is going to happen. And I just say that like, again, you go outside wearing that, you're going to be cold and uncomfortable. And for the next eight hours, because school, even school isn't warm. Yeah. Schools aren't warm in January. We're in Wisconsin. They just, I mean, there's heat in there, but you better be ready to, to have jeans and a sweatshirt on or something like that because it's not balmy. It's not 80 degrees sitting in any of your rooms right there. It is generally cool. Yeah. And the school's right there. And sometimes and, they just leave the windows open just for kicks. <laughs> I mean, I would, but I don't like kids, so it's fine. But that's not, <laughs> so. Ouch. But, <laughs> but now thanks you, a lot you're welcome i know i didn't i didn't say I my kids tell- i just said kids in general it's just whatever exactly uh, it's fine it's what so it makes it worse that means that you don't like me or my friends i did not say that you put words <laughs> in my mouth and that were correct but that also includes your brother so it's fine <laughs> uh, all right so, <laughs> so now you you know, you've you've earned some money over the last year. You you don't have a chance to use it though you want to because you wanted to go to Camp Wapo, and due to the coronavirus and everything like that, you just it, it closed down. And so this year you're not going to be able to go. But you yeah. have you have some extra money that now you can use instead of doing that. You can use for something else and just kind of earn money again for next year. Now mm-hmm. you've had this to talk with mom about things that you've wanted to go and buy and stuff like that, but she's having a hard time. Mm-hmm. letting you buy exactly what you want, right? Yeah, because, we talked about this already. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying, this is another one of those things. Where, like, kids, this is where you need to be able to have that that time through all this, that you need to... I'm like talking over my words. Bo's coming in here and distracting <laughs> me right now. What do you need to tell me? What's so important that you can give us 20 minutes, little man? Yeah, we're in the middle of a podcast right now, so I appreciate this here. This is so not important at all right now. Great. Okay, I'll take care of that very shortly. Good times. My goodness. Mm-hmm. How enjoyable. That's painful. Eh, get used uh, to it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, this is... Every, if you listen to this and you hear that interaction right there, you couldn't hear Bo talking to me at all because um, he had to tell me to call his friend's mom uh, and that Zul drooled. Right. So (laughs) he couldn't wait six more minutes and had to do it right then because, Mm -hmm. but he's five and he has, it's all about him. Have you ever met that? Do you know what's the difference between a 12 year old and a five year old? (laughs) <laughs> 12 year olds taller that's it yeah so and maybe we know a little bit more due to school unless if you're one of those people who don't listen at all in class and if you are that's so horrible you should pay attention <laughs> I, I, what am i saying <laughs> so i think the only other thing that we think about now is that you know like in the summer you're getting you yourself are getting more um 
more jobs around the house. Yeah. One of the things being is like cleaning, cleaning off the table after dinner. You know, like we all just generally we take our own plates and we, you know, rinse them off, put them in the dishwasher. If there's any extra condiments around or anything needs to be cleaned off, Laura puts those away and has to wash the table. All right. That's a very simple little thing right there. Yeah. But it's also remembering, but like, I already saw you roll your eyes while I was saying those things because you don't like that job. Yeah. Why? (laughs) I don't know. Because you, (laughs) but going back to that very first one there. You're like me, I don't know, whatever. Any chore we give you, you're that way because you're 12. Yeah. But going back to the first question, what was your answer to that one? That's going to help with my future so I know how to do it. So you know how to do it because you started off by doing it by just throwing everything on the ground instead of wiping it up. But I mean, that's also your parents' job to teach you how to do that properly. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, me and mom have two different ways of doing all that kind of stuff, but that's great. Now you get to choose eventually which way you want to do it. Hopefully it's my way because mom is very particular. And if all of a sudden she sees you doing things my way and she's going to yell at you again and I will laugh <laughs> very hard because. Will, will you defend me though? That's the real question here. Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. Because Aaron, so like we always have, we always have placemats at our table and you know, eventually, eventually, occasionally food gets on the placemats. Now, yeah, how it works. Daily food gets on the placemats for Alora, Aaron, and Bo. It is obnoxious. The amount of food that ends up off of their face ends up on the placemat around the plate. Like, I don't, I don't get it. At least I don't, I don't use it. 15 napkins every time I eat food. Great. But not uh, you. And that's not me at all. <laughs> no, no that's, that's. I'm just clarifying again, that right again, now. That is your mom. But yeah. that's her thing. What I'm saying is, is that she wants to be able to. Pick up each of those placemats. Just go outside. We have a little slider door right next to our, our kitchen table. Go outside and shake them off there. Right? Yeah. So, like, let's just drop food all over the outside and make the birds and animals come and take all that food. Great. That sounds awesome to me. Instead, for myself, I like to empty it all on the table, wipe it all up, and throw it in the trash. So now, who's right or wrong? You tell me, Alora. Who's right or wrong? I'd say probably you because either way you're wiping off the table. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm going to say I'm right because A, I'm always right and B, your mm. mom's wrong. So that mm. is how that works. And when your mom listens to this episode and she wants to question me on that, she will. But she doesn't question me on that. It means she didn't listen. So now we oh, know. Oh, now we'll know. Now we'll know. Warning, mom. <laughs> What else should we say bad so that we can tell? <laughs> should we just sit here and, and smash mom over and over again? And just kind of like, all right, have you seen your hair today? Oh my goodness, that's so embarrassing. She went to the store like that. Oh. <laughs> all right. Oh my gosh, why would she do that? <laughs> that's our time. Okay. All right, Alora. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much very much. Enjoy your day. See you next time. Bye, guys.